0: Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on tonight's show of a very special guest, Johnny from, or Iron Show Johnny from uh, his Iron Show that he's been doing a long time. But he reached out to me after I did the show where I said with Valibus that we did not go to the moon, so he is going to set me straight. And uh, this has nothing to do with the flat Earth, but um, I'm going to show some video and he's going to show some of his stuff so he can prove that. And I'm going to point out some problems and discrepancies with the uh, moon landing story. So, Johnny, are you there?
1: Yes, I am. Hey, Bell, What's up, man? Not much. Same
0: old stuff. How have you been? For people who may not know your background, can you talk a little bit about the Iron Show and how you came to your understanding of the United States landing on the moon?
1: Well, let's see. I was born in 1962. And so I watched the moon landings, you know, live when I was uh, almost seven years old in 1969 and uh you know growing up uh that was the space age and so i grew up with all of it and so i mean i can understand how these kids these days think how could it be possible that we actually landed on the moon because we haven't gone back Right. uh, so yeah i mean i can sympathize you know, our generation, the generation before me, the people that went to the moon, they were very, very talented and smart individuals. So well, they and, must have been to
0: get all the way there and back with that rickety looking moon lander right there. And it's rickety. Yeah. I mean, how did they get that thing to land and then take off? And then they got back to another booster and flew that back to Earth. It's pretty incredible. Yeah.
1: 1969, is that right? Yes, it was July 1969. Right,
0: So, I mean, when I talked last time, there's all kinds of issues with the lighting. There's obviously no stars in the background. There's no atmosphere on the moon, right? So even this yeah. picture that I'm showing right here, with no atmosphere, the heavens should be glistening like diamonds in the background. So you have a totally black background, and you also have kind of strange lighting. You have some kind of weird backlit, and um, there's clearly water on the moon, right? If those footprints are stable that means the moon has water right uh no it,
1: okay so why are those footprints etched into the sand there because it's powder it's like uh so what neil armstrong said when he put his foot into it he said it was a it's like uh almost like talcum powder it's a very it's firm but it's very very fine powdery gotcha
0: so that's just one let's let's just go through my things and then you can you can prove me wrong how's that sound okay okay so here's another one here's another picture backlit clearly you can see the shadow light should only be coming from one way right no it would be coming
1: from a few different directions
0: so what why is it coming from another
1: is it just coming from ambient light with no stars or where's it coming from okay first of all we're going to have to this was taken with a film camera Okay. So first of all, we're going to have to talk about no stars. You are not going to get on the, on the, on the earth. You do not see stars in the daytime. Even if you didn't have an atmosphere, you wouldn't see stars in the daytime. Your, 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 your eyes have a, have a thing called an F stop and cameras have them too, obviously, which are way more primitive than your eyeballs. But um, you cannot, in the daylight, you can't see stars. And in a camera, a Hasselblad camera film camera the f-stop is set for bright daylight and you are not going to see any stars in broad daylight you're just not going to see them it doesn't right. matter if you have an atmosphere or not so that explains no stars you, okay. they couldn't even the astronauts themselves couldn't even see the stars when it was daylight on the moon okay well here's another one i'm glad you brought up the camera because there was no digital cameras
0: back then right no No, so they're taking camera pictures with old film, right, and being exposed to radiation, at least through space, just being on the moon and Um, supposedly going through the Van Allen belt, right?
1: Yeah, they had it shielded. They had a Hasselblad camera that was custom made, and it was shielded. So that protected it from any kind of cosmic rays that might develop on the film. But they accounted for all of that, yeah. Okay, so that's important. Yeah, they had a very expensive and custom-made Hasselblad camera. I think they had a couple of them. And, yeah, film camera. That's why you're not seeing any stars. The f-stop is set high for broad daylight, and it's incredibly bright daylight on the surface of the moon. You don't have any atmosphere protecting you. You're getting really hit hard with bright sunlight, way brighter than you would see on the Earth. Right. So oh, the the
0: picture you see here is due to, the specialized camera and specialized exposure, correct? Yes, the f-stop. Do you know what an f-stop? I yeah, I do. I do. It's just how yeah. much light comes through. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, so let's watch. Adjust. Let's watch this. Here's my next one. Okay. Wait. You said several lights or like different lights. Okay. Or? Well, we want to go back to this one. I mean, yeah. supposedly on the Earth, I mean on the Moon, you're getting sunlight from the, the sun. sun, right? Yeah. So this guy somehow is there's some reflection that's lighting him up. Yes, he's in shadow.
1: You've got got a few different light sources. You've got the sun, then you've got the sun reflecting off the surface of the moon, off the lunar regular back onto the onto the astronaut, and then you've got the sunlight reflecting off. The gold foil that's all around the uh, the eagle, the lunar lander. Then you also have you also have Earth light, which is gotcha. a brighter than moonlight. So you've got a few different light sources going there. Okay,
0: that makes sense. Here's one another one. Let's try this one. Watch this thing, t- watch this thing take off. It looks like this is incredible on a variety of different levels. Okay. We'll just watch it, we'll watch it a few times.
1: Wow, look at it powering. That's cool. That's it. Takes off. Awesome. See it. We see see as it kind of see as it he's he's grabbing the controls and he's trying to keep it keep it level as he's lifting off. Wow. I'm telling you, Neil Armstrong, what a guy.
0: So this is supposedly it taking off, right? This is it taking off from uh I don't even know which supposed one. Is it 11?
1: That's so yeah.
0: Wh- where's the Here's the rocket that's powering it. And who is on the ground? How is this cameraman following this l- lunar lander as it takes
1: off? It's not. They set up the, they set up the, uh, they had a, uh, a, uh, a broadcast camera, a uh, CRT uh, broadcast camera. Um, what do you call those? Um, I want to, oh, the first video cameras, I, they have a certain name. Of the cells, it, but it was an electro. It was an it was a broadcast, a video broadcast camera, and they set it up and pointed it at the lander, and then they got in there and blasted, and it's okay. still there. Okay. The camera's still there, so you can still get a get a uh, telescope it, and see it. Not with a telescope. Um, telescopes don't really work that way. Okay. Uh, and through but the but it looks
0: uh, to me like this is pan. I mean, maybe something was done with the video, but it sure looks like somebody's panning and following it up out of out of the orbit, right? Um uh, I mean, like that to you because somebody's
1: following the object. The object is being followed know, by a camera. I don't know a lot of details about how they set up that video camera. Okay. It is a pan, it's panning up. Yeah. So Watch somehow it it's
0: panning up. Remote so controlled, right? So maybe it's a remote controlled by somebody from um, two seconds of delay from Earth at Mission, con- no. At yeah, mission Control. No, yeah, Control. So it's two minute delay, but they're following no. it right, right on point, right?
1: No, there's no delay from Earth to the Moon.
0: Yeah, there is. No, there's a two two second delay.
1: Sorry. Well, not two seconds. A second, one point five seconds. So yeah.
0: So you you accept that there's a delay from Earth to the Moon?
1: One point five seconds. One
0: point five seconds. Okay, so. I'm I'm, just, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to show. Here's another. This is another funny one. Time to pan up. Yeah. So somehow that is panning. Yeah. Somehow, that panned up, with technology from 1968.
1: 1969. Yeah. We had pretty good technology in '69 as far as cameras, because we had been using video cameras since the late '40s. Yeah, that's true. Here's another of my favorite. So this is supposed to be um, on the
0: moon. I don't know which, which moon it was. They're playing golf, goofing around, right? And you understand that the gravity on the moon is different than gravity on the earth, right? One sixth. Right. So the, so one sixth of the gravity
1: on the moon is on the earth. So it's much lighter. Much, you're much lighter. Yeah. If you weigh a hundred pounds on earth, you weigh, you weigh like 18 pounds on the moon. Right. So these guys are cruising around. They're weighted down. This yeah, is supposed to be. They're walking with all that gear on. They're just hopping around with, uh, I think their gear was like, they weighed 450 pounds, like total. And they're just hopping around because they don't weigh anything on the moon. Right. So <laughs> we're just first. They can just Instead fall of- down and push back yep. up. And yeah, I mean, that gear was heavy. It's if heavy, you were trying to-, right? if you're trying to walk around like that on the Earth, <laughs> no way.
0: All right. So it
1: looks normal. Gravity. Oh, he dropped, Bob just dropped something. It fell just
0: like Earth orbit. Watch.
1: What? Watch.
0: Oh! Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, something will fall. Yeah, It'll something... fall
1: just as fast. Are you sure? It's a different yeah. gravity. It doesn't matter. The speed would be the same.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. That felt just exactly like it was on Earth. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, if it's if
1: it's it's the speed of gravity is different. First of all, first of all, we don't know. That's clearly that whole thing is sped up, way up. So whoever's trying to make it fake, look how fast they're moving. It's like they're an moving, time they're movie moving fast. from the from the twenties. Give me a break. I mean, come on. Look how fast they're going. If in real life, that's like half as fast. See, that's like double speed. Look at them. Come on. Come on. See, that's what they do. They have to to make it look bad. They do all these tricks. Uh, It's just that's what bothers me about these guys. They know full well what they're doing. They're deceiving. That's evil. Excuse me. That's that's lying to you.
0: Yeah. But then you can go. Yeah. Or how did the dune buggy fit into the uh,
1: fit into the lunar lander? Oh that was really cool. There's a um I don't know if you watch any NASA TV but there's a whole like hour and a half special documentary on how they the guy that invented the lunar rover and how he fold how they folded it up and stuck it in that one compartment. It's really cool. It folds up like a suitcase, more than a suitcase. It's pretty cool. It's like one of those transformer toys. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's how they fit it in there. Yeah, it was in, they had one compartment on the bottom of the lander and was the only spot they could put it in. And they told him, look, if you can get it to fit in here, we'll send it up. And he's like, wow, he just racked his brains and he finally figured it it folds in half. And then the wheels fold in to the wheels all fold in. It, It really gets small. It gets to be like, oh, like at least one-third of original size or one less than a half i should say all right so there's the picture of it supposedly folded up right yeah see it folded up yeah yeah and if you can see there's a there's a special on it and they have all the original footage from back then and they show you how the wheels all fold up they show it doing it and it was all um it was all um Automatic. They just hit one button and everything unfolded, but it got stuck. So they had to manually grab it, and they were starting to panic. I don't know which rover they had problems with. I don't. I think it was the supposedly the the last um, expedition to the moon was the Land Rover. I thought they. I don't think it was the first one. I thought they did two Rover missions. That that sounds right. But one of them, the wheels got stuck, and they had to pry it. The wheels are, it would, the guy. it shows you. The guy shows you on the earth. He shows you. Look, you just press this button, and the whole thing just unfolds itself. But yeah, I got stuck, this and they is had to them pry doing it. it right now. Supposedly, yeah, that's them prying on it. Yeah. Look how sped that up that is to make it look to make it to make their case. They got to speed it up like three times. Right. This
0: I don't know. This is. uh <laughs> This is not like an anti-moon landing video. I just popped it up. Oh. This is just something showing
1: the lunar lander. So why haven't we been back there for 50 years? I'll tell you why. Money. It cost... By the time we had... um, By the time we had sent the last uh, Apollo... I think it was Apollo 17. By the time we had landed the last mission on the moon, we had spent... A t- the we had spent the equivalent of the gross national product of the entire earth and people were raving angry about it because you know why what are you doing we could be feeding four pe- poor people we could you know you know we could be, be making creating jobs we could be feeding the hungry in afghanistan or pakistan right. or africa or whatever and yeah and it just the money, it was so expensive. Um, the By the time we got to the moon the first time in 1961, I mean 1969, excuse me. In 1969, we had spent the equivalent of the gross national product of the entire United States. By the time Apollo 17 landed, we'd spent the equivalent of the gross national product of the entire world. So the money was insane. So, But Obama wanted to go back and so they launched the lunar reconnaissance orbiter to map the moon and to find uh look for places to land that was its mission uh one of its objectives right off the bat was to get photos of the lunar landing sites because (laughs) you know that was that was um they didn't announce that as one of the objectives but that's the first thing they they went after And uh, so, obviously, they're angry. (laughs) You know, I mean, you know, Buzz Aldrin punched a guy in Vegas and said, you never landed on the moon. He dropped him. I would have dropped him, too. you imagine going through all that and then somebody saying you're a liar? But don't you think
0: even, like, the the first three guys, Armstrong, and I can't remember the other two, kind of never really had that – heroic kind of sensibility when they got back like they just went into kind of normal lives i guess i guess i wouldn't expect that
1: well they you did, think they, did take... world, they did a world tour gotcha. yeah and uh yeah yeah they and i they did have uh psychological problems because they had gone to the moon now what right. <laughs> go to disneyland <laughs> you know I guess there's
0: a, so how do they get through the Van Allen belt? That's another perfect question because the Van Allen belt is like what 25 sieverts or something like that. The 25 sieverts, what's like five sieverts, will kill you.
1: Yeah, it's alpha and beta particles, it's not gamma rays, It's not ionizing radiation. And they flew through it at like 17,000 miles an hour, so they weren't in it very long.
0: That's no, really uh, supposed to.
1: And they had the lunar injection was uh, w- the lunar injection was designed to bypass the rough parts of the Van Allen belt. And they did see a wild display in their eyeballs when they went through it, just nothing but colors, just colors everywhere. And uh, they it freaked them out because the alpha and beta particles went into their eyeballs and bounced around and it just created this psychedelic light show until they got out of it. So a lot of people say, oh, oh, the Van Allen belt's full of radiation. Yeah, alpha and beta radiation. Not gamma radiation, x-rays, not ionizing radiation. Like you get off of a nuclear bomb. It's just just not. I mean, there are some x-rays and gamma rays in it but it's the equivalent of a of a barrage of pretty heavy chest X rays at the hospital. You're gonna get hit. So they went the lunar injection went the best course through the Van Allen belt very quickly.
0: That's what it says here. They supposedly went through a different part part of the Van Allen belt. But there's a lot that that indicates like that they were able to kind of. Uh, you know, manipulate their time and space kind of and not, not go, it seems like they would have to go out of their way in a strange path to avoid Van
1: Allen inner and outer belts. And they did, hence the term lunar injection. Yes. They had to inject themselves at a weird angle to get through the weak part of the Van Allen belt. And uh, that's what they did. That's why they called it the lunar injection. And it was, it was tricky. It was a tricky move. Thank God we had the really high quality, you know, test pilots, you know, doing it. And these guys were all test pilots. Um, Eisenhower made sure of everybody in the space program was a test pilot. Not only not only were they test pilots, they're very highly educated. Some of them had doctorates. Hmm. So that's a very rare individual to be a brave, bold test pilot and then be a doctor of engineering or whatever you know that's that's a rare combination these were very very special man really the best of the best ken ami says hi he says shalom actually but uh, yeah. Ken, can't love ken Ami we did a show together we did an iron show it was great
0: but yeah i know yeah, people
1: but, keep mentioning his
0: name like he's a celebrity people keep asking me questions like hey man you gotta ask this guy this question and then he uh then he doesn't want to answer the questions
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is a celebrity i love ken I we, did a killer, we did a killer iron show about the giants the nephilim they're not giants he says no they're not i know well that's why i learned all the nephilim didn't make it through the flood yeah yeah but um you so know what if, other proofs
0: i mean I've, they're okay so like if you look at people who say we didn't go there's a problems with the technology at the time, Van Allen belt, the lighting of the stuff was sketchy. I mean, you can see the Van Masuko film and the, he's showing it to lighting experts going, yeah, this isn't this isn't something that's from the moon. I mean, it looks to me, it looks stage like some of those things do not look like they're on another uh another planetary body to be honest with you there would be, to me there would be stars in the background you say it's all because of the way the camera works
1: yeah stop no-, no there's F-stop. no yeah there's no way why aren't there stars in the day have you ever gone out in the daytime and seen the stars no no i've seen one big star it's called the moon. well yeah you can see the really bright ones venus you can see venus you can see the moon barely yeah. you can barely see them, but that's yeah, even your eyes have an f stop. So, yeah, no. That when they were on the when when they were in um, darkness on the moon, the astronauts had never seen anything so black, and they'd never seen so many stars. That's every time you see interviews with the astronauts, they they'll tell you, and they, it's one of the things they say. They were amazed that they'd never seen so many stars. they never thought that so many stars could exist. There's nowhere on Earth you can get a view like that. If you're in the shadow of the moon, going around the dark side of the moon, and looking out into space. Wow! So um, one of the things they always say: um, the technology at the time was advanced. We, America, was um, had um, scientists and engineers and designers from the entire Earth. We were. That's why America got to the moon. It's because we represented the entire planet. We had, we had Chinese, we had people from Africa, all over Europe. We had um, Von Braun from Germany and uh, you know, he, you know, he got us there with the Saturn five and uh, that we had, the technology was impressive for back then. Their computer didn't have much more power than a cheap digital watch that you would get for a, dollar 50 dollar or a dollar at dollars dollar tree or dollar general depending on where you're listening and uh it choked up when they were landing it had and they had to reset it and uh but it was the very best technology that the world could produce at the time and it got us there
0: short amount of time astroph- bell are unexplained objects let's see where else are we Lack of stars—that's kind
1: of my argument. Yeah, well, f-stop. I mean, that's very easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's what cameras do in the broad daylight of the on the lunar surface in in pure daylight with no atmosphere to shield you. Oh man, you can't—you don't even know what bright is until you've been on lunar on the lunar surface. That's bright, 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 bright. Uh, it would blind you. You'd like have snow blindness they had to have uh, a layer of gold over their face visors in order to shield them from all that all that uh sunlight it was intense so yeah you are not gonna see stars on the surface of the moon in the day in the daytime. It's not gonna happen. <clears throat> these are just simple very simple answers that. People who are educated in these areas can answer very easily. But if you don't know anything about that stuff, you think you have a case and you don't. Okay. Gotcha. Because you can, we have, we sent the lunar reconnaissance orbiter in 2009 and we built it in Moscow. And we had, we, it was a joint effort with the Russians and uh, they, they were, they supplied the uh, neutron, um, uh, detector, and they had access to all the images, and we mapped the entire surface of the moon, and we have pictures, we have photos of the of Apollo eleven.
0: I think all right. Let me show you those photos. There they are right here. These are ostensibly the pro, the the photos
1: of them walking around. Yeah, we have the uh, we have the lunar rover with the tracks in the in the lunar regular it's making tracks all over uh the uh the taurus lithro Valley um, Apollo 17 we have pictures of the sea, and tra- sea of Tranquility Apollo 11 we have four we have images of four different landings <clears throat> and the thing is if you don't believe it and Rob Skiba doesn't believe it and Joe Blow doesn't believe it it doesn't matter because the Russians our enemies believe it They've seen it. The Chinese—they've sent probe th- probes there. They've sent their own reconnaissance orbiters there. They've seen our—they've seen our gear there. They know we landed there, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and that's why one of the reasons why we haven't been attacked, because uh, we got to the moon. We're the country that got to the moon in a 1969 Chevy, and our enemies know it. They know it for a fact. So, I mean, anybody down here can say, you know, the regular citizen, you know, who doesn't, isn't, you know, educated in space or the space program or orbital mechanics or any of that will just say, oh, they'll just say, oh, we never went there, right? I don't trust NASA. NASA lies. Okay, well, you know, that's, and that's yeah. a perfect argument. You, you're in a really good position to say that because the only way I can prove to you that we landed on the moon is through images from NASA. Right, so all right, you so if NASA's say, is baloney, then the, right. all those images are fake, and yeah, all you got to say is NASA lies, and the whole argument's blown out
0: the window. I well, cannot- NASA lied, the NASA lies argument also works for the flat earthers too. They think NASA oh, yeah. is actually a conspiratorial body keeping the truth from the public.
1: Oh yeah, um, flat earthers, uh, um, moon landing deniers. I mean, you're all the same. <laughs> Careful.
0: <laughs> Careful. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> careful uh oh i'm poking the
0: bear poking the no bear. you're not i mean i'm just saying that the earth is obviously not flat i think that there's problems with the moon landing story there's problems with some of the videos
1: but uh if you there's, have knowing information there's definitely is if you have hulu you can go and um it's a tour of the moon in 4k if you got a 4k tv and the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, after they mapped it, the whole entire surface of the moon, they put together a, you know, a picture of a composite of it, of the whole thing. And you can watch it's five minutes long and you can, it'll, it'll show you all the different craters, like the South Pole, Shackleton Crater. And, and they'll show you, they'll go right in and show you, you know, right there at the Taurus-Lithor Valley, they'll show you the lander of Apollo 17. and You can see the tracks. In the lunar regular from the lunar rover then they'll go over they'll pan over and they'll it'll show you the lunar rover sitting there plain as day these pictures that you have that you're showing are Mm -hmm. the initial pictures when they were entering orbit and they have much much higher resolution images now you just have to you have to know where to look they're hard to find but uh these photos look pretty pretty legit in that animation, they have really high li- resolution images of the, the lunar landing sites. And really good on the Sea of Tranquility, really good in the Taurus-Lithro Valley, um, really good. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. W- the, the most important thing to take away from this conversation is that I really don't care if somebody doesn't believe we landed on the moon. What I care about is what do our enemies think and what did they know? And they know we made it. They sent their own vehicles. Now, the only way to prove it to Joe Blow on the street would be to give him a reconnaissance orbiter, you know, and hand him the keys and have him, you know, and have, it, have him send it there to the moon so that he can look for himself with his own gear. Right. So other than that, you can't prove it. There's no way to actually prove it to the average citizen. But uh, you know, I hear people saying on these shows, "Well, we've never actually even launched anything into orbit that's over three or four hundred miles out there." I've heard that. I've heard people yeah, say that. Say that long. all the time, right? Yeah, but okay, if you don't trust NASA? Okay, how about your satellite TV, Dish Network, EchoStar sixteen, or it's probably Echo Star eighteen now? It's out there sixteen thousand miles. Hello. You don't trust NASA? How about Dish Network? How about DirecTV? I mean, you know, there's communication. Well, then
0: you're into, like, an even broader thing, like whether satellites are real or the Earth is flat. You're into kind of a view of reality uh, that's much broader and encompassing in a cosmology that's beyond whether we went to the moon or not.
1: Right, but you can, um, even Rob Skiba acknowledges that there are satellites because he... That was one of his jobs in the Air Force was to go around and point to these satellites, point dishes at these satellites. And he did it from a lot of different places on the Earth. And he was pointing at the same satellites. So he knew the triangulation. He knew where that satellite was. And in order for you to point your satellite dish at the Dish Network Echo Star Satellite, in Mexico you point it at the same place and then in north in Canada you're pointing at the same satellite and by triangulation triangulation you could tell it's 16,000 miles out i mean there's just no no denying it that's something that you can do if you're ready to travel with a dish <laughs> you can you can find out you know exactly where that satellite is and we yeah. have enemies you know Right. That have satellites out there too, and they have pictures of the Earth, and uh, we. I think we have satellites that are really far out. the 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 Halo Observatory, the 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 Sun Observatory, um, is uh, in the L one Lagrange point, and uh, it that's almost a million miles out.
0: Yeah, what's the so This is the the picture you wanted me to show right here, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to you know you say. There's people that say, oh, we've never launched anything more than a couple hundred miles out there into orbit. But we have, if you're looking at the image, we have the, Mar- the, uh, the Sun Halo Observatory, the solar observatory, parked in the L1 Lagrange point. That's almost a million miles out. It's uh, very high 900,000s, very close to a million miles out. The Lagrange points are very fascinating, especially to me into orbital mechanics, they're fascinating. Yeah. So what you know? is a Lagrange point? A Lagrange point is a place of... um It's a pocket of null gravity where the L1 Lagrange point is the easiest one to understand. <clears throat> You've got an object out there, and when it gets so far out, the sun is pulling on it just as hard as the Earth is because right. it's between the Earth and the sun. So it'll get stuck right there. It'll get stuck right there because the pull on... The Earth, the pull from the Earth, the pull from the sun is equal. And so to get to that pocket there, that L1 Lagrange point, it's about a million miles out. So we've got a satellite and it's been there. They thought it would last two years. It's on its 24th year. It's still working. It's feeding It's feeding SpaceWeather.com. And you can go there. You can see pictures, live pictures from the Halo Observatory parked a million miles out in the L1 Lagrange point and the lagrange points are fascinating the l5 and the l4 are so stable that things get stuck there so there's one trailing us in orbit and there's one ahead of us in orbit and those those lagrange points those pockets are so stable it it things get trapped there so we've got a whole bunch of junk and rocks and stuff in front of us in orbit and behind us in orbit wow that's fascinating yeah that's uh, and if you look at the l3 lagrange point that's on the other side of the sun right (laughs) how does that work that's fascinating and uh, the image will show it shows gravity it shows the gravity well because gravity bends space-time so you can see the gravity wells below and you can get an idea of um how these lagrange points work why they're pockets what makes them pockets and why things get trapped there. But we tried to send the stereoscopic um, satellites to one on the other side of the sun in that L- L3 Lagrange point and one on this side of the sun at the L1. But we lost the L3. We we don't know what happened to it.
0: <laughs> right, but the L1 is still there sending information for 24 years, right? Yes,
1: the, yes. This the Halo Observatory, the Halo so- Solar Observatory. And that's kind of, I hang out at spaceweather.com. I'm always looking at the sun. It's getting angry. We're heading into solar cycle 25 and it's really, wow. We had a really rough solar storm here um, about, uh, oh four, five, six days ago. And we had a couple flares heading right at us, but luckily they weren't man enough to hurt us. But uh, so you got a
0: question. How does your guest feel about people who think this all doesn't matter?
1: How does Johnny feel about people who think this all doesn't matter? Correct. Um I think that's fine because everybody's got their hobby, right? Right. Everybody's got their interests, you know. I'm I'm interested in space. I'm interested in physics, cosmology, all that. Um that's my area of interest. I'm interested in it. And if somebody else has absolutely no interest in it, that's fine. You know, um, some people like to skateboard. I love skateboarding, but most people don't want to skateboard. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. is that well? How do you feel about somebody who's not interested? I think that they're
0: brain dead. I think it's really important. I think it's very important to know what's going on in this, the stars and the moon and technology, satellites, everything like that on on a global Earth, right? So, I mean, oh okay. Yeah, there's no doubt that the Earth is a globe. I think everything in the, in the non firmament is spherical.
1: Yeah, because that's the shape of gravity. The, gra- the reason that they're spherical is because gravity pulls everything evenly towards the center of mass. And gravity is another thing that's fascinating to me that not that many people are interested in. We don't know exactly what gravity is. but We know way- it's a force,
0: right? We don't know why it's a force.
1: Exactly. We know that we know it's measurable. We know it's observable. We know it's a force. But um, what exactly is it? What's the nature of it? What is it? Um, Are there such things as gravitons? Right. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Is it a particle? Is it a wave? Right. Right. Um, But the latest the latest research, which um, is done by Kip Thorne at uh, UCLA, I think, or Berkeley. He is, um, that's fascinating. He has uh, postulated, he has a theory called the time dilation theory. And we know that mass slows time. We know that anything, any massive object in space slows time. So when you, when you are at the center of the Earth, time is moving slower than when you're up there with the DISH network satellite. So we know that mass slows time. So what Kip Thorne has proposed is and other and other physicists and cosmologists, um, has proposed is that gravity is um related to um e- the the law of entropy where everything wants to slow down. So, the mass, so if you're up in orbit and you're falling towards the earth, mm-hmm. there's not actually a force acting on you, it's the matter in your body being wildly attracted to an area of slower time. So, the um the the slow, the, the rate of uh, time dilation is small. I mean, at the center of the earth, there there's only a few it's only running a few seconds slower than it would be in a high orbit. So, a, a few seconds per century. Like let's say 5-6 seconds slower per century. But we're talking and that's not doesn't sound like much, but we're talking about time itself. And time itself may be the most powerful force in the universe. So that's the latest. It's fascinating to me. Um, Objects moving, being attracted to slower areas of time. Everything wants to slow down. The energy inside of matter, you know, what keeps an atom going? There's Mm -hmm. an insane amount of energy. Just you know, just a little piece of anything—the the atoms in there, the energy holding them together—is. I mean, you know what happens when we start splitting them? We get a nuclear bomb, right? And nuclear uh, reaction. And that all wants to slow down so badly. I mean, because of entropy, everything wants to slow down. It's uh, um, the path of least resistance, kind of like that.
0: So that's, that's great. The... I mean. <clears throat> Yeah, I think that uh, I think I'll have to go back and relook at everything again because I think that I think that there's real problems with this, the space. Which I mean, honestly, technology, Van Allen belt, pictures, radiation, uh, electronics, all that stuff. Like you give all these guys a lot of credit, like superstars, and they made it back, but. Like, there's problems even with the lander. That's not enough energy for it to get back up and out of the moon. There's just really, I mean, there's real, still problems for me. But I'm not fully convinced
1: we didn't go. I'm not fully convinced we went. Hey, you got Kip Thorne up there. I yeah, I mean, if you're not into it, I mean, you can go to, like, if you wanted to ask, like, a rocket scientist about all this stuff, they could explain it to you. The Or anybody at NASA could go through these things one at a time. And they have. NASA has expended a lot of money to refute this whole thing. You know, it's sad, you know, been, you know, having to go to so much effort just to prove that we Let went
0: there. Well, Cuz I mean it, it I mean I think at that time it would be a, an, a remarkable achievement. No doubt. Ken to me is interested in cosmetology. He likes the way things look. He wants to keep things looking Cosmetology is
1: makeup.
0: Right, he wants he is he's cosmetology <laughs> is a subset of cosmology. That is how he like the
1: universe to look. <laughs> well, Ken is so pretty that, I mean, obviously he's going to be interested in cosmetology.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Very important. It's like a, it's like a subset of, you know, theoretical physicists. It's, just, it's a subset.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I can understand Ken's point of view. I mean, he wanted to borrow my lipstick the other day. So right, yeah. it gets obvious, you know, I didn't have the shade that he wanted. So, I mean, I feel kind of bad. I let him down, but uh, I don't know. I think he'll get over it, give him enough time.
0: Anyway. I think, we're. Well, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything, you know, I missed? or I mean, I think the proofs, uh, I think that there's a lot of information there that could prove these pictures were taken on the moon. and But uh, some of those things
1: look fake. Like some of those things look like sets to me, so. The problem is, is that they got Stanley Kubrick involved in case they didn't make it. And that messed everything up. They should have never done that, you know. And some of the thing pictures that you see.
0: may manipulated. Have,
1: no, they may have been his productions that were set up in case they didn't make it. Well, that was a, you know, I don't know that, you know, CIA probably got involved, say, hey. We have to make it to the moon, even if we don't. It's a matter of national security, right? Yeah. So they get, yeah. So they get Stanley. you don't know
0: Von Braun. I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if this is shopped. That's a picture I found of Von
1: Braun. I have no, I have no doubt that they had a backup plan in case they didn't make it. I'm not going to argue that point. I've seen the evidence. (laughs) There's just, but you know, a lot of, I was. I learned a lot about von Braun lately, and I didn't know this, but he preceded um, the Nazis with America. His uh, relationship with Jack Parsons; they had been friends and corresponding since, um, like 1931, when von wow. von Braun was 17 years old. He had heard about about von Braun's experiments in Germany when von Braun was a teenager, and Jack Parsons and him had developed, a, you know, a correspondence. And they had been communicating back and forth, you know, weekly since wow. von Braun was 17. That was before the Nazis or anything. so Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And that's kind of – and then JPL obviously got absorbed by NASA when it was created. But, uh, yeah, isn't that interesting? Very,
0: very. I've yeah. held von Braun's calculations. He had all his calculations in a book in a library. And I was like, this guy is, is a total genius because – He's doing all kinds of pre-calculator calculations. The book was from like 1940, 1942, and it was like, like a mat like a book of a mag- of, of a magician, but all 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 mathematics.
1: Really yeah, he was he was a genius at a level that I can't comprehend because I'm not a genius. You know, I'm, one thing I'd like to say before I go, I know we're getting along in the tooth here. We're just about out of time. I wanted to say that. You can't discredit like NASA and uh, all the scientists and everybody, the engineers, by saying that they're, uh, or the astronauts, especially the astronauts, you can't discredit their accomplishments by um, claiming that they were Freemasons or whatever their theological views were or philosophical views were. Um, they could have all been Satan worshipers, they would have still gotten us to the moon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how can you... I mean, guilt by association as far as theology, I mean, you can't... I've heard that argument a lot, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Who cares what they believed? They were scientists. They were engineers. You know, it doesn't matter. Right. Well, anyway. Johnny, thing. thanks so
0: much for your time, and I really appreciate it. I mean, I think that... People need to look at all these facts and look at everything else too when you uh, really want to assess this because there's a lot of lot of documentation out there. I mean, I was just looking through stuff today. There's, I mean, those pictures of the moon, all that stuff. It's kind of problem. It's pretty problematic uh, to say we didn't go. I mean, I don't know.
1: It really is. There's just way too much proof. Oh, my microphone just lit up. Huge. I gotta get a new cord. Anyway, Tony, take care. We go back. Me and you go back. I know, we go back to the beginning, 2010, 2011. Yeah, 20, 2009, dude. 2009, so, wow. Yeah, 12 years, oh, baby. Oh, so, I love you, man. I love you, too. Unreal. I love you. Take care. Later, bro. Later.